Welcome to another episode of Daters Gonna Date. The awards, well, we haven't won anything yet, but the nominated (laughs) podcast for best relationship, sex and relationship podcast. Sex and relationship. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Hopefully award winning very soon. Hopefully in the next couple of episodes, you will be hearing. Welcome to the award winning sex and relationships award winning. Yeah. It should be sexless and relationship. <laughs> sexless in the city with <laughs> Nicola and Roisin. But yeah, I mean, obviously we we did little recordings last that on our last episode because we literally just found out the news. Um, but just again, the two of us are actually blown away. Can't believe it. Um, the nomination report it that is voted by for by panelists. Mm-hmm. No idea what's going to happen there or. Kind of, I was checking out the other podcasts where again, so our good friend Mairead there, yeah, um, is, is, is there. So, and I was trying to listen to a few of them, trying to see, you know, what, what's the competition like? What's the competition like? <laughs> They're um, all a bunch of rides. You're all a bunch of rides. You're all amazing. Look, listen, amazing to be just, just nominated do you think they're going to have us like at a table with all the other nominees and it's going to be like the sex and relationships table oh my god <laughs> and everyone will look at us going so no relationship no sex huh great how's that podcast going <laughs> no but like I mean because we obviously keep ourselves anonymous yeah Someone got, it's going to be like bloggers unveiled we're going to be <laughs> out at the swords um, it's not that exciting guys it's we should true. do wear like those masks like the Claire Danes wore in um, uh, Romeo and Juliet when, oh, yeah. when Leo DiCaprio so we'll just have like, those good up if we do win you know like in a Cinderella story and yeah. she just wears an eye mask and he doesn't know who she is Chad Michael Murray's like no idea who this girl could be behind <laughs> that tiny mask that covers <laughs> One seventeenth of her face. Yeah, it works in real life. It works in real life. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you can also nominate us for best Irish podcast. Yes, so that's the general award open to the public. Listen, I mean, I'm sure a blind boy will fucking fly it. Or no, I'd say Tommy Hatcher's going to win that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but somebody big. I looked but- at it though, and it's the top twenty. They announced the finalist list, which is twenty podcasts. Yeah. So if we're looking at like Blind Boy, Vogue, and Joanne, yeah. Tommy and Hector. Uh, maybe like um, Mens Rea or like one of those yeah. podcast, crime podcasts, Murder Most Irish. So yeah. that's five, right? Yeah. Still 15 to go with Witness, six. Yeah. six uh, there's like, there's so many. Oh, it's going to be like some politics one in there. Well, my mother has had her entire WhatsApp groups voting for us anyway. Um, people are like, what is this? My mom's like, <laughs> just type it in and vote. She was like, if you're going for president now, I'd have you in the door. Um, well, that's great I need to get on to my ma then in that case I'd be like do you know what Roisin's mom's doing she's getting the entire knitting group involved yeah so we're getting all the over 70s our, our target audience they probably don't even know what a podcast is but there they are fire running ahead voting for us but I mean look that one you're up against absolutely everybody in the Irish podcast industry so look that's going to be a tough one but to, to be nominated in the sex and relationship podcast category is absolutely amazing 
Um, and just thanks to everybody who sent us well wishes and who just gave us a few bob towards buy because you have to buy your own tickets for this event. So not only do we have to buy our own tickets, we have to get look nice because, yeah. you know, I have to get a picture with Hector. It has to happen. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Hector. So um, I want him to follow me around and share. He's like my, he Hector to me is like the Jonathan Van Ness of uh, Ireland. So he's so positive all the time. I just need yeah. him to follow me around and just be like, it's okay, keep her lit. I just want yeah. that. So I'm uh, just to... chasing Tommy Tierney around. Yeah, you can chase Tommy, I'll chase Hector. <laughs> and then obviously everyone who has sent us, like of the of the people who did uh, donate towards our um buy us a coffee, which you can do. The link is on our uh, Instagram page. The most people have written, I'm doing this so you become best friends with Joanne and Vogue, and there's a crossover episode. So if you donate towards us, we will get Joanne really, really drunk on the night. <laughs> and Prosecco or yeah. on white wine and yeah. we make her sign a contract to say she has to come on days one day yeah that's it send us money I mean we never ask for anything never we have no Patreon nothing <laughs> I feel bad even ask her but some people have messaged us before saying like is there anything we could do do we have a Patreon we obviously don't it's a small thing as I said it's a cup of coffee if if you can if you want to if you have enjoyed the last 50 episodes that we have done. I know, 50. And I cannot believe that. And we're nearly at 50,000. Nearly at 50,000. So, um, I, yeah, if you want to do that, and look, guys, no harm if you don't. Look, listen, I know how many podcasts plug their Patreon and look for money and, you know, look, listen, at the end of the day, that's not what we're doing. We just wanted to go to, we wanted to be able to afford to go to the super. I know, I was so like, I'm like counting my sense up going, okay, now how much, <laughs> and what dresses can I recycle here? Yeah. And impress, that'll, that'll impress. Totally, absolutely, absolutely. Um, But look, uh, do do we have any news? I I mean, I have a, a, a small, I, would, would I call it news? I don't really know. Right, but, go on. Sure, go on. We'll get into it. So, pre-getting COVID and yes I was in COVID misery there when uh, you might have heard from my voice from the last <laughs> episode when I was talking about the denomination but anyway uh, pre-me getting COVID or realising I had COVID um, I was out for a booze brunch with my friends so out drinking all day and um, I have this Facebook messenger group don't ask me why it's on Facebook not on WhatsApp so I was looking to see if there was an update a friend of mine home from Australia and wanted to see how the time being arranged. So as I go in, I was like, I have a message. But it's not from the uh, it's not from the ladies group. No, 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 no. It is from a gentleman that oh, I met in Australia just before I left and came home. Oh my god, so the I'm, guy from traveling. Yes, the guy from traveling. So just before in typical Roshin fashion, uh, what happened is I met the love of my life before <laughs> I came home from Australia, right? So I met this guy I was traveling on the West Coast of Australia, and we just just it was like an instant, we just clicked immediately. And of course, unfortunately, I was coming home and he was still traveling, and that kind of was it. So I came back to Ireland. And he was back in Britain visiting his family and he came to visit me here in Ireland. We kind of had a weekend together, but uh, I'm not getting into it. Anyway, <laughs> just um, uh, how would you say things didn't work out? I don't want to use your imagination, really, what I mean there. Um, <laughs> Did the bridge not go up? No. The, the bridge went halfway. <laughs> went halfway. I came cross over. Um, yeah, anyway, so anyway, look, it kind of put a bit of a dampener on things because 
like obviously when that happens you feel a bit shit about yourself like what did mm-hmm. I do wrong even though it's nothing to do with you um but anyway I just felt a bit shit but we stayed in contact and we used to message each other quite a bit but then I got into a relationship um and he was messaging me one night and he was like I'd love to come to Ireland to see you again and I was like eh, this is a bit weird I'm seeing someone now and I wasn't exclusive with him at the time but it just felt wrong to be messaging this other guy and him to come to Ireland when I could be in a full-blown relationship. Like, I didn't want to say, yeah, come. And then he comes and I'm like, hey, here's my fella. Yeah. You know? Because you would not uh, like that if the situation was reversed. Yeah, yeah. And if it was the other way around, it would have been terrible. Anyway, um, so the we kept talking for a bit. You know, it started pe- petering out, petering out of it. So um, a couple of years ago, after I broke up with my ex, I, you know, those Facebook reminders came up and I just messaged him out of the blue and he messaged me back and we had a, a very short, short back and forth, right? He was living, he's living abroad, not back in Britain. Um, and I kind of made a joke being like, are you, are you there? Did you move for a girl? Because it would just seem very typical for him to move to an entirely another country for, for a woman. Just mm. felt very on brand. Um, and uh, he never replied. So yeah, I was like, oh, okay. that means yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> So cut to two and a half years later, guys, two and a half years later, I have a response to this message. And basically he was like, well, it takes me two and a half years, obviously, to reply. And he was like, yeah, like I was with somebody here. Blah, blah, we're not together anymore or whatever. So I'm pissed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd leave it. So an exchange starts happening. We're messaging back and forth. And I was like, send me your number. And I'll just WhatsApp you instead of on like uh, Facebook Messenger. So I messed him on WhatsApp. I'm obviously Langard. And he's kind of like, oh, you know, it's really good to talk to you. Like I lost touch with a lot of people when I moved here. And um, he's living in Copenhagen. So he's like, I lost touch with a lot of people. It's actually really nice to like just talk to somebody mm-hmm. new. And we were such good friends. And like, I love knowing you back then. And blah, blah. So like, I'm a Langard in my head. Like, I met someone I met 10 years ago now is going to turn out. It's going to turn out to be the love of my life and it's all going to work out. It was meant to be. So it was all grand and we were chatting loads. And then obviously then it turned out I had COVID. So I was like fucking in misery. So like I basically was looking for any excuse to talk to anybody, mm-hmm. but like obviously not use my voice. So while I was sick, we were talking loads, but it's kind of petered out ever so slightly now. It's kind of a just a every other day kind of text. Right. Um, but it's it's just nice to talk to somebody. Like even if it's not, it's just texting like every now and again, like I said, just a bit of crack. But it's a bit of fun. But it's amazing how quickly your mind can escalate. You know what I mean? We just mm-hmm. we push ourselves so far <laughs> in the, <laughs> the opposite direction. Like just so, like I mean, am I actually insane? Have I like I mean, logically, right? You think about it. Why would your brain go there, Rosie? I said, <laughs> like, I, I tell you, maybe he could move here. You know, maybe he could do his job here. What the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I'm actually demented. I blame COVID, the fever. Do you know what it is? It's like I can't be arse meeting anyone new. I know a lot about this person <laughs> yeah. already. So let's just pretend the last 10 years didn't happen and just pretend yeah. I've just got home from Australia and yeah. still as tanned and um you know as young as it yeah. was 10 years ago and yeah let's just k- pick up from there because honestly it's like when especially 
you know, like sometimes you're like, oh, I just wish somebody I knew turned out to be like stunning so that yeah. I could just be with them. Or I should just like just be with somebody who I'm friends with because it just make life easier. I know their background and know their history. Yeah. In my head, I was like packing my bags to Copenhagen. I was like, I can't wait to be invited. Oh, Copenhagen's a great city. Very expensive, though. <laughs> yeah. But um, like obviously now the, the texting is Peter Wright. We're still texting every now and again. Um, but obviously I've come to my senses as, as, as well. But it's just nice to have somebody to text. Yeah, it's also nice when, you know, somebody initiates the conversation. So like you open up your like Facebook or your WhatsApp. Oh, someone has literally been sitting there going, not someone you talk to very regularly. And you're like, why is this person thought of me? And you're like, oh, that's kind of nice. Because that actually, well, remember I told you before about this weirdo that messages me and Facebook rings. Oh, yes. We're not Facebook friends. Well, they're about the bank holiday weekend. I was working the whole weekend, but I went out to meet a friend of mine who was one from Melbourne. And um at like 11 o'clock at night. So I was the stone cold sober one. And yeah. uh, my friend had, Barry had been out drinking on a stag for three days. Okay. And this was day three. And he started drinking at 11 o'clock that morning. And when I got out at 11 o'clock, he was still standing by some miracle. I don't know how. <laughs> and he was like, you have to stay out. I was like, mm, I think I'm going to just have one beer and go home. Yeah. But um, I spotted the guy, the Facebook caller, yeah. uh, Mr. Caller. And um, he just literally ran by me. I didn't speak to him, didn't say hello, nothing. He literally ran by me to talk, take a photo with somebody and then ran away. Yeah. That was fine. And then I went home and went to bed and got up next morning and had a Facebook mail. And it was like, uh, what will I call him? Okay, there's a book in front of me, James Patterson. I'm going to call yeah. him James. <laughs> James has unsent this message. And I was like, and I never replied to any business calls. His messages yeah. can't be fucking arse because I'm like, yeah. whatever. So this time I was like, fuck this. He has rang yeah. me. Facebook called me. Video <laughs> called me on Facebook. Messaged me. And I just went here. So I just replied, James has unsent a message, question mark. And he was yeah. online instantly, but didn't reply. Yeah. I was like, whatever. So there on Friday, just gone. I got a message going, oh, yes. Like, bear in mind, it's about two weeks later, three weeks later. He's like, um, oh, yes, I obviously had written something and thought the better of it. And I was like, and what would that have been then? And he was like, um, oh, uh, I think he said, I don't know what he said. And he was like, um, I'm always too afraid to talk to you anyway. And I was like, well, you don't talk to me. You send me drunk messages. We're not even friends. And you send me drunk <laughs> messages and try and ring me. So he hasn't replied to my last message. And basically, I was like, I did speak to you one time because for a while he was working in a bar and I walked in, had no choice but to speak to him because he was yeah. the bar man. And I know he worked there. And all my friends thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And um, they're like, Nicola will get the round in. I was like, Do you know what? At least it's nice that somebody was drunk thinking of me, <laughs> even if I'm in no way interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lordy, Lord, Lord. I know. It's, um, yeah, it was interesting to see how he got in touch. And, and obviously, my like he broke up with someone so that's I'm, I'm guessing that might have spurned on the initial uh conversation but it was just fun to talk to to just somebody else do you know what I mean just somebody yeah else. bit of a lulls I can't I imagine it might just peter just peter off into infinity probably um and my dreams of a Copenhagen wedding with you don't want to get married there it's too expensive hon you yeah well true, broken. True, true look we we live and we learn we move and we hustle um that's 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 my male highlight. It's not much, lads, uh, but I'll take it. I'll take Jesus, it. when you think about the last episode, me and you were like, and then I was with this person, and then I was with this person, and then yeah. the two of us are like, I hate men, they're all yeah. bastards. Um, yeah, we changes here. I have I have to put a disclaimer. I'm very anti men at the moment due to a situation I'm not going to talk about right now, and also have my period. So if I come across as anti men, I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, the COVID misery definitely did 
did get to me. I said to Nicola before we started recording that I I really thought people were over exaggerating about like how bad it was. And I was absolutely fucked. Ten out of ten. Do not recommend to a friend. Don't like avoid it as possible. I like I swear to God, it was hideous. And you're when you're locked in your room for seven days. Now bear in mind, like I came, I've been having a rented house, so I had to come down and like make something to eat or make yeah. tea um with my mask on or whatever. But it is absolutely fucking horrible. And as as we recall from the last podcast, I wasn't feeling a very swell about myself. So seven days in isolation isolation did not help that. Ah, fucking all. Um, but look, everything. Maybe we can meet the loves of our lives at the podcast awards. Who's to say? There isn't- Hector is not going to leave Dipna for me. <laughs> no money mess, and I love them together. Don't. Do and Tommy's going to leave his missus for me and his twenty million children. I mean. It's a love story waiting to happen. Maybe there's like an um, editor or producer that's going yeah. to be there, like behind the scenes and stuff like Someone that. He who happens to be cute and likes the Simpsons Irish men page. That would be that would be a plus for me. Right, well, uh, myself and Rob, before we record this, we usually come on and talk for like five minutes because we don't like to give away our stories until we're talking to each other. But we basically come on for an hour and talk about how shit we feel about ourselves. Um, yeah. we just Hopefully we got most of that out of our system so we won't be too neg. But look, we do try and be too, uh, honest. And Roshi wasn't feeling great about herself the last episode. I'm not feeling great about myself this episode. Yeah. But um, we decided we did mention this voice note last time. So instead of us telling you how we're both disgusting fat whales and <laughs> we hate ourselves and none of our clothes fit and every man hates us and we hate, and we hate every man yeah and how we are planning to just lock ourselves in a room for the rest of our lives and just watch reruns <laughs> um, we decided this is definitely the episode to play this clip and then we'll chat about it afterwards you've listened to it anyway haven't you yeah i've listened to it i'm interested to see when you guys hear this episode love to hear what what everyone thinks yeah. Also, it's a just before you play it. Bear in mind that we've probably all been here at some stage. Maybe not in the exact. <laughs> well, the start. I just thought the start at the end of the story. And I was thinking of like the start and middle. I was like, I've definitely never been in this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, I not not exactly like that. But we'll talk after we play the clip. Okay. okay. But I've, I've got some. I've got some things to say. I've got. Okay. Well. As they say, roll it there, Roisin. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nicola and Roisin. Um, so having listened to the podcast from the very start and having been through the highs and lows and every topic in between with you guys, after this experience happened to me and I got over the complete shock of it, I thought I have to tell the gals this. Now, you'd swear me referring to you as the gals, we were best buds. Um, but I mean, like the gals in terms of the daters going to date community, just feel like everyone <laughs> needs to have a laugh and a and a, oh my god moment of, <laughs> like I did you know it's too good to keep to myself and I suppose disclaimer from the start I don't promote anything I did I'm not saying this is how you should date or this is even a safe way of dating um, the way I went about this experience was I kind of did what felt comfortable and right for me and what felt safe for me um, other people listening to this could be like you fucking Egypt what you do that for so I'm not unaware that like this might not be an experience that everyone would get themselves into but sure isn't that all part of the crack of dating everyone has their own way of doing it and because of that these tragic (laughs) stories come out of it Um, 
so yeah I'll just I'll just kick off I suppose so I bring my mom down from time to time you know just to uh, bring her down we might go out for dinner might go out for a few drinks um, and my mom loves going out you know the the popular bars you know we'll go for a few drinks have a little dance if there's live music we're all about it so collected her from the train station anyway on the Saturday now this happened two two and a half weeks ago now at this stage so I collected her from the train station on the Saturday and we were driving just and you pass the port and you're driving from the train station and didn't we see a uh, well what we presumed was like an army vessel it was this big grey army vessel it was fucking massive me and my mum were joking we were like oh do you know we're going to go get the lads tonight <laughs> you know just making a stupid joke about it never thinking anything would come from it so uh, you know, we went out during the day, you know, just shopping, went for um, ID, walked around, came back home and we were wrecked. We were like, oh, well, we won't we go out? And I was like, look, well, I'm not going to drink anyway. I'll, I'll drive it if you want. So we said, look, we won't waste our night. We'll go out and listen to some live music, come home after an hour, it'd be grand. Went out and went upstairs. There was a great live band on. And so we got we got a drink anyway, and we were just standing at the bar. And we were like, Jesus, there's loads of people with mustaches here tonight. Like, is there a trend that we missed or something? And like one by one, we saw that they were all like kind of friends. Um, but I mean, they swarmed the upstairs of the bar, and they seemed super friendly. And like we started, like we just stood back and watched, and they were like going up to every girl, chancing their arm with every girl. It was like they were dogs off the leash. Like they were just rampant, and yeah, they weren't getting much wear, but you know they were making an effort. And we were like, oh, is it like a stag party or something? They all just like simultaneously grow these magnificent mustaches, you know, for this stag. And then like at one stage they come over chatting. Anyway, some of them did. We were like, come here, what's the story with the mustaches? And they said, oh, do you know we're we're in the navy. And I was like, is that your ship that we saw? We we're like, yeah, that that's the ship. Now it's docked up. We were coming from um, we were coming from Russia or whatever, and we're docking up here before we make the way our way back. They were saying that they were here for a few nights, and it's the first time they were off the ship in three months. And I was like, that makes sense. Why they're ramping fucking rabbits going around the place. And um, you know, got talking away to them anyway. Um, had a bit of a dance with them. You know, a few of them asked me on dates. Wherever I was like, no, thanks, I'm grand. Like they were just overly eager. I mean, like they were men that would hop up in a gust of air if it went their way, kind of thing. So you know, we left that night being like, that was a gas story. Um, you know, something. Move on. So get home anyway, and I was like. Jesus, I have a bit of a, a liking for a mustache now lately. Um, I was just on Tinder, you know, I was looking away on Tinder, inspired by the mustache um, kind of revelation I found out I had, and just swiping away, you know, as my mom was asleep. <laughs> and um, I saw this lad, and I was like, oh, jeez, he's a mustache. Um, and I read his bio, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll swipe at him now for the crack and see what happens, thinking nothing will ever come from it wake up next morning to a message from him and I was like Jesus this fear is odd and um, I was like his name was Tony and I was like yeah Tony like he messaged me first I was like oh blah 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 I really like your moustache or whatever and I was like by any chance no because he was like I'm here for work and I was like by any chance are you in the army he was like I was like I think I was talking to your group of friends last night or something and I was like oh Jesus like what am I after getting myself into at all and he was like no no like I know the lads you're on about 
I'm actually in the army and they're in the navy so what happens is the army come to like the location a few days prior and then the navy follow on he was like um like I'm not part of that group but I know of them I was like Jesus yeah because they were fucking ravenous last night he was like yeah yeah do you know they tend to do that wherever they go or whatever and you know he was grand we're just talking away and he was like oh I really like your bio I like everything in it um there was like a few parts I won't get too specific but he said there's a few parts in it that really interested me and I was really hoping we would match and I was like oh flattered (laughs) so um he was like, oh, you wouldn't fancy going for a coffee, would you? And normally now, if I match with a tourist or someone who's passing by, I'd be like, nah, like, like, what, what's the point? Now, to give a bit of context, I've been single for nearly a year and haven't, haven't been with anyone in a year, haven't kind of gone near anyone, just because, you know, I didn't really find anyone that I was kind of worth pursuing at all. And was having a chat with myself for the last few weeks, being like, look, you need to just, like, start getting back out there again. Uh, you can't be finding Mr. Long-Term Relationship straight away. Why not just dip your toe back in the water? And this seemed like the perfect opportunity, because, you know, he's going in a few days. Seems like a nice lad. We can just go out for a drink or go out for a coffee or whatever. And, you know, that'd be me back in the game. A nice little introduction back into the game. So when he said, let's go for a coffee, I was like, look, how about this? We go for a drink instead. Um because caffeine doesn't calm the nerves as you know yourself (laughs) so he was like oh yeah that's perfect um we organized a time we organized a location or whatever and he was like because they they're obviously staying in like a rented accommodation outside the city and it was for security purposes I, i don't know um that's why I was told anyway and he was like look we have two rental cars I'll use one of the rental cars this evening or I'll get one of the lads to drop me in I said grand so he fell asleep then for a few hours um, but I didn't know this and I was like oh sure look I'll never hear from that chap again anyway um, I'll just go about my Sunday evening there bother on me it's grand he messaged me she was like hey I'm so sorry I fell asleep there um, look I'm really sorry but I have actually no way to get into town and I was like oh grand no problem sure look we tried anyway best luck on your journey home he was like, look, I, I'm like, I'm really sorry. I never would have booked a date with you otherwise. And I was like, no, look, it's grand. These things happen. Like, it's grand. And he was like, oh, but I was really looking forward to doing X, Y, and Z based off the interest I had said in my profile. And I was like, Jesus, this chap is like an eager beaver. And I was like, look, if it was meant to be, it was meant to be. If not, it's, like, it's grand. Um, look, if I don't see you before you go, again, just best luck. Um... But then he was like, I really think this is going to be something like I, I regret. I, it's been so long since I've been able to talk to a girl as openly, as freely as I have with you. And the conversation has really flowed. And I think it's really going to be something I regret if we can't meet. And he kept going on and on like this for a while. And I was like, oh, do you know what? Go on. I'll, I'll go out and get you. <laughs> number one mistake now normally I'd never do that but he, he, you know he seemed really eager and I knew what I wanted out of this experience it wasn't going to be something I was going to pursue after he left so I was like look it's a small price to pay now for getting back in the game now he was 20 minutes away from me but in like the country country countryside so I um, contacted a few friends shared my location and luckily enough there was a girl that I there's a girl that I know um, she's a good friend of mine and she was living very close to where this house was so I sent her my location told her where I was going you know did all the safety checks now in an ideal world probably wouldn't have gone but you know we all can't be as safe as uh, we'd aspire to be when we're 
wanting <laughs> in a situation. So um, went out anyway uh, to collect him. And he walked down the drive and I'm like, oh, this lad is so fucking handsome. He's way more better looking than in his pictures. And he got in the car anyway and he just didn't say a word. And I was like, Jesus, this chap was so talkative over uh, text. Like, and he was like, look, I have to tell you something. I was like, what? And he was like, I'm, I'm really nervous. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Oh, wait, backtrack, actually. By the way, he said he told me two disclaimers. He was like, look, disclaimer one. Uh, my moustache isn't as big as what it is in the pictures. I, I shaved it a while ago and I was like, you're a grand lad, don't worry. And he's like, look, disclaimer number two, uh, my name isn't actually Tony, it's Luke. But the reason I call myself Tony on the dating sites is because, you know, because of the work we do and because of how close we get to, like, enemy borders and stuff, they tell us to not have any of our real names on our social medias or on, you know, anything like that because of just security warnings. So I was like, okay, that, that's plausible, grand. So got in the car anyway and we were, so I got him talking after a while and he was coming out of a shell. And I was like, look, because I was like, oh, let's be safe in this situation. I was like, look, let's go back to, I'll park the car up in my house and there's like a lovely marina we can walk down to, we can go for a walk, you know, whatever. Um, so we parked up anyway, went for a walk and we spent the whole walk chatting, like such a nice lad, like, I mean, like full of conversation we were exchanging travel stories like he was so sweet um like didn't get any red flags off him like he he listened really well it wasn't all about him um he shared lots of like really deep things with me but I I thought at the time oh you know he's just doing that because you know it's a stranger and you won't see them again after a few days then I was like look because I was meant to be dropping it back home <laughs> I was like look Luke I'm having a really good time. I, I, maybe you're having a good time. I was like, look, there's a bar right up there. If you want, we can go for a few drinks. Now, I'm aware that's like low-key me kidnapping you because I told you I'd drop you home. So I said, look, if you would rather just go home tonight, let me know and I'll drop you home. Um, I don't want to put myself in a position where I can't drive and I leave you without a lift home. And he was like, no, no, I actually would really love to like go for a few drinks. And I was like, you are aware that means like you'd be staying at my house. Like, is that okay for you? He was like, no, 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 that's absolutely, absolutely perfect. Went for a few drinks. Um, that was really good. Then they did last call. They were like, oh, we're not ready for the night to end. So I was like, look, I have a bottle of, I don't know, like Aldi whiskey or something at my house. <laughs> we'll go get the whiskey and we'll come back down to this like grass area that overlooks the water. Um, I brought down some ice, brought down some mixers. Um, I brought down like a blanket and we sat down there anyway. And we were talking away for hours until like two in the morning. And we were having such good conversations conversation didn't kiss or anything at this stage you know conversation flowing um and he was like telling me you know just like he was getting a bit corny he was like I actually think like we were meant to meet like you are such an amazing person and I've only known you a few hours but like the influence you've had in my life and like you've just given me such perspective and I was like is this way like Canadian speak I, I just I didn't know you know I was like oh yeah whatever and sure drunk me was like oh I'm smitten <laughs> so we were walking back up to my house anyway and he was and we got in he was like oh will I go to the couch and I was like mm. <laughs> no <laughs> so anyway you, you can you can write the, your own story after that um so the next morning um one of his army buddies he was like look I do have to go to work um like I still work when I'm at like on here you know and I was like yeah no problem so you know he went off anyway but like before that he was like that was one of the most amazing nights of my life you were like the most amazing person I've ever met like I I really think like like you know there's something there like this like he just was like 
like showering me with compliments and stuff and at this stage I was like oh jeez this is a bit weird the chap hasn't known me 12 hours but I was like look do you know it's a it, he'd be gone in a few days anyway like it's not not a big deal I was like just play along Lisa sure look are you having a good time that was grand anyway and say goodbye to him and then I thought I'd never hear from him again then I got a message he was like wow just wow and he started he, like sh- I mean like showering me with like very deep compliments he was like um I feel like all my life you've had a mask on and meeting you and just hearing your stories and just spending time with you like I think you're the first person I've ever taken my mask off in front of and I want to truly thank you for that gift and you bring such light into people's lives then he wrote a fucking poem about me and he was like you you are just simply the most amazing girl I've ever met like I can't believe I met you I can't believe the circumstances I met you under Uh, I'm I'm like I'm so sad that this is only like a like I'm only gonna know you for like such a short time and all this kind of stuff and like now I may have been smitten but I'm not a fucking idiot I was like oh god like this is this is too quick and as my mother always said if it's a quick burn no it's a quick flame it's a quick burn (laughs) it's like I was very much aware that like this is a load of shite but I kind of had a little giggle to it and you know I hadn't been speaking to anyone like that in a while so I was like oh this is great crack um and then he sent me a message saying um I don't think I'm ever going to meet anyone as amazing as you ever again and I think I'm just going to stop trying at this stage I've deleted tinder because of you because you are the goal and I've reached it and I'm here thinking like what the fuck (laughs) like I may be gullible but I'm not that fucking gullible like I knew there was something up when he told me that now like I went on to Tinder and I was like, this Jeff Arley's late Tinder. So his profile came up for a second and then it disappeared. And I was like, that's a bit suspicious now. Someone traveling, you know, away from home on Tinder and then like deleting it because of fucking me. I knew 100% there was something behind that. But I thought it was just like, you know, you have your life when you're traveling. And then like, you kind of don't want any ties with that person after, you, like, after you're done. So I was like, look, what he's doing is he's just cutting the ties, but in a nice way. Um, I won't see him again, blah, 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 whatever. Like, that's why I kind of put it down to. Um, Because now when I say I'm gullible, I believed up until this point that nobody who's on Tinder would have like a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a partner, a significant other, a kid or whatever. And I'm very, very much aware that I was living in a fucking dreamland um, because like not, not that I didn't think people cheated when they were on Tinder of course I knew that but like I didn't think people would like meet up with you go like talk to you all about their life seemingly tell you all about their life their family their friends their job um, you know say all these things to you and then like go so deep as to say all those really like like tell me a lot of like dark stuff about themselves from the past not dark but like you know a lot of personal stuff about themselves in the past and like write a fucking poem about me and like tell me oh you're the best thing ever like I just didn't think people would go to that much effort like that they didn't need to go to because I didn't need to hear any of that like the outcome wasn't going to change if I heard anything like that or not so I didn't think they'd go to that much effort for like if they had someone at home do you know the end result still would have been the same if it was like oh yeah great night thanks (laughs) so I naively kind of like made up some sort of excuse in my head as to why he would do that like delete tinder 
you know, he had a, he had a different life at home and he didn't kind of want to bring me along with it. And grand, I didn't want to be brought along with it either. So, you know, I was talking away to him that evening or whatever and um, he was kind of hinting at meeting up that night and I was like, no, no, look, I'll leave it. So then the next morning, you know, he texts me and he was like, look, I'm so sad that like this is the last night I'll potentially ever see you again and like I really want to make the most of it I'd really like to meet up with you and I was thinking like oh I don't know like he's talked so much shit now and I'm kind of turned off in that sense but like look if it's just one more night and he's leaving tomorrow like I never have to deal with the outcome of it again like it's grand um and like you know I was liking the chap a lot at this stage and I was like oh it's kind of a shame that he's going like but you know I've nothing to lose by meeting up with him again um and he I was like oh what's your plan he was like look I'd love to invite you over to the house we're gonna have a barbecue tonight with a few of my friends um who are also here um I'll show you around the house we can go for a walk around the area and we can come back you know whatever and you can put the rest of that text together yourself and lay out whatever else he said we're going to do that night and I was like schluck grand because I'd already collected him at the house the first um, night I felt okay going back to it because I knew it was real my friend lived down the road a load of people knew where I was going I shared my live location at all times sent pictures to my friends of this person um, you know did everything kind of by the book what you're meant to do um, so he was like oh we're, like, we're going to have a barbecue and I'll go pick up some stuff what do you want and I was like look to be honest I don't need anything because you know I'm not really going to eat anything much I've, I probably would have already had dinner and you're going away at four in the morning tomorrow morning so there's no point in you buying food for it to go off and she was like no 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 I'm going to treat you you deserve it and then like throughout the day I started to get suspicious he was like oh never mind you know we couldn't get into town will you pick up some stuff and I was like no like I'm not picking up anything like we don't need anything if you guys don't need anything I don't need anything blah blah this went on for a while and I was like look I'm just going to come out to the house like we don't need to do anything fancy we'll just have a few drinks and that was agreed upon anyway so went out to the house and he was like oh can we go to Lidl to pick up something and I was like oh grand went anyway and like was holding my hand all around Lidl kissing me like again saying all of those like things that you would say to someone if you were like fucking madly in love with them and I was like this fucking lad <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> got back to the house anyway and I shit you not like the house the Airbnb that they had rented it was a mansion like on a hill overlooking like this beautiful river like y- you've, I, I swear I walked into a Martha Stewart front cover cookbook page and I was just like is this real life like what is going on walked around the house anyway walked around the gardens of the house so I met this couple who were also in the army who were stationed together met them they were lovely met the friend um, you know that's also stationed there lovely and we had drinks that night we were talking away you know the other three friends were talking about their relationships back at home their their kids whatever um, but you know and like again nothing had been mentioned from your man and I'm presuming you know if he has kids and a wife and stuff like that like it would be brought up in those conversations but it wasn't and um, bear in mind I had said to him the day before of like how those navy lads were like um, 
like ravenous and I was like I bet you each one of them has like a partner or like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a significant other or children at home and like they're just out here getting anything they can like touch off of I said like I think it's sick that like they think they can just come around and sleep with whoever they want and go home to their families like I made it very clear my position on like where I stood with that he's like yeah yeah I agree you know they've no morals you know they're animals blah 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 so like again that was another factor in me thinking of course he doesn't have anyone because you know he agreed with me on that very important point you know we were you know the night kind of oh so then what happened was the night was kind of coming to an end and your man Luke had got a text on his phone and he goes hey hey you know whatever the friend's name was he was um, one of those girls from the hen party on Saturday night is after texting me he's like oh what she say and, um, and the gist of the message was that these that Luke and your man had met these girls on a hen it was going to be a long weekend hen the lads had agreed that they would go to the second night of this hen that was going to be on the, with the girls but then the girl was like oh it's like such a shame that you weren't there you know it got really wild we, we missed you guys we wish you were there um and the friend was like, are you going to text her back? And he was like, not a fucking chance. She's getting deleted. You know, what happens What happens on tour, stays on tour and all this kind of stuff. And this is my first moment of being like, what the fuck? And then I started to really get suspicious of what like, I was going on. You know, I started asking questions about, you know, on, like, on your other, because they were stationed all around Europe. You know, every few weeks they go to a different place in Europe. And I was just asking them about their, like adventures whatever and one of them pulls out a tiktok account now bear in mind um i only knew your man's first and last name and i made sure to like check his id just to make sure like that was his actual name like the other day and so i had no social media awareness of this lad or whatever um but then one of them pulls out um a phone and shows me all these tiktok videos they've made of their travels and i remember thinking to myself remember the tiktok username like it's gonna be really important for you later and i was like just remember it remember it and my phone was upstairs so i couldn't write it down so in my head i was like repeating it over and over again so i'd remember the tiktok username because i just thought something really wasn't right about that situation so you know um the night ended whatever um until we went to bed all these amazing things were said again of like oh i i, I know this is gonna be the last time we meet blah 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 whatever and I'm thinking, like, at this stage, I'm like, well, this fucking sucks because, like, such a nice lad. Like, we really get along. He seems like me. I like him. Now, he's a lot more keen than I am. And he's, like, saying a lot more stuff um, than what I'd normally be comfortable anyone saying to me, even, like, through a four months into anything. But, like, again, one night thing, so it doesn't really matter. But I was like, oh, do you know what? It just fucking sucks that, like, you finally connect with someone after all this time and then they're going. Um, but I was like, oh, I really have to check that TikTok account later. But you know what? We woke up getting their flight uh, really early in the morning, and I knew that. So at 4.30, you know, I'm, you know we, we said our goodbyes. Um, and we said, like, you know, we'll talk soon or whatever. And I, I knew I had no intention of carrying any of this on. But, you know, it's kind of like, oh, that was a bit of a come down. So I went to my and I was like, oh, that sucks. And um, I sent him a message just been like, look, um, you know, best of luck or whatever. Because, um, you know, I had his had his number. And I was like, best of luck, whatever. Um, best of luck on your journey home. It was really nice to meet you. Whatever, whatever. And then when I got home... I got home at like five in the morning and I couldn't sleep. So I was like, oh, go on and check this like TikTok account. And I typed in the name and 
I saw that they, him and the friend had just made a video, like literally as I pulled out the driveway being like, oh, we're leaving now, the tour has ended, it's been crazy. And I was like, oh, that's a bit strange, Jesus. And um, I clicked onto the profile, which was Luke's profile, and all these linked accounts started coming up of these two women. And I clicked into it. He is in a truffle, a bona fide, verified truffle. He has a kid. He's married to one of them. And the wife and girlfriend have been putting up all these videos all along of like how much they miss him and like the kid and you know can't wait for him to come home and you know there's all these hashtags like hashtag trouble hashtag three-way love like all these mad mad things and I'm here like what the actual fuck (laughs) what and like in all these videos he has a wedding ring and like I my, my mind was just blown like blown now I have no problem if you're in a tropple a quadruple I don't care if you have 10 wives 10 husbands I don't care but like the lengths he went to to like present this other life and to present this other person was scary like there was no need for everything he said like again same outcome could have happened now maybe I wouldn't have met him the second night but like same outcome the first night would have happened regardless and like the lengths he went to to make me believe he was like super into me is scary um very manipulative and like I was just like I can't believe there's a child in the mix and like I can't believe there's two other women and like he's married and the wife is putting up all these things about like oh my husband is overseas and I can't wait for him to come home and blah 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 so I I go to message him and I'm like hey like what the fuck and my message never delivered like what the fuck is going on like then I remember him saying what happens on tour stays on tour so he clearly like blocked me and I was just flabbergasted so I was telling my friends about this the next day and one of them was like here look give me his number and I'll see if he's like if he's blocked like if he's just turned off the work phone and he's given it back and cleared it so it turns out he was like he like she typed in his number and his picture came up I was like here look send him this message and it was basically me just saying like you know, like what, like, what the fuck, you didn't need to do any of that, like, I genuinely pity you for how little you, like, accept yourself, and that, that's just sick, um, and then he read the message and blocked her straight away as well, but that is what happened, and just a little, like, because I think I needed a wake-up call, just because they present this, like, there could be never even a gap in the story that they have a fucking wife girlfriend child there's always a fucking chance ladies always a chance (laughs) but yeah that was just a wild wild time and I have the wife and I have the girlfriend on social media I obviously haven't sent them a message because I'm like oh I don't know if I should you know I like I haven't done anything with that yet but that's my story anyway and uh thanks for listening to this extremely long fucking take (laughs) see ya so upon reflection and thinking about it all everything he did from like the moment we agreed to meet up was manipulation like him saying oh I can't get into town whatever lies he said everything and did everything he knew to do 
to tug on my heartstrings to get me to come out and get him. <laughs> he like presented this like big fake personality and told me a life story that maybe he knew like I'd be interested in. Um, <laughs> I went over to that house and met his friends and had food with them and none of them even hinted that he was married <laughs> with a wife and a girlfriend and he lived with them both and then after he got home there was a video on TikTok of him like going home to the daughter with his wedding ring and then like kissing the wife and the girlfriend <laughs> so like everything he did from start to finish it was calculated and manipulated and like he knew what he was doing and it's so scary out there it's a fucking piranha field um so i just thought that like you know, even like with the barbecue when he was like oh we like will you actually get food for us instead we can't like just getting me to do everything he needed me to do <laughs> it's so weird but um yeah so hopefully my little story helps someone So yeah, that's a long old chat there, but <laughs> I yeah. was listening to this and I literally was like, every time I thought that I had my head around it, I was like, oh my oh, God. There's another, there's another twist to the turn, right? Yeah. First so, of all, I want yeah. to start off by saying, um, when she said at the start, she was like, you know, have to tell this to the gals. And she meant us. Absolutely love that. Yeah. Love that. That the people she thought of telling were us and the other daters. So yes. all our community, all of you listening right now, I freaking love that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I think it just it warms the cockles of my cold heart that we have our little community here. Even when the things are bad, even when times are low, like mm-hmm. people are sharing. And obviously those people shared good stuff as well and sent a oh, story. Yeah, of course. Dates are going on all this stuff and we love hearing it all. But um, definitely as I was listening to this, um, I don't want to be too harsh with, your, with the listener, right? But there was, there was a lot of red flags here. Yeah, so before we get into it, I yeah. had to edit out some of the information that was on it because A, I didn't want to identify her and B, I didn't want to identify him and him to sue me or because <laughs> he's in the army. <laughs> if you can find me. Uh, yeah. So we did cut out the country that he's from. Yeah. So uh, she did tell us that and we actually... She did show us his account, his TikTok account. I yeah. was down a spiral there. I <laughs> was like, I found the wife, I found the girlfriend, I found it all. So um, you're right. Yeah, listen to it. There was a few things where she, and I, I'm glad she put the disclaimer in of saying, mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell people to do this all the time or yeah. I wouldn't because I wouldn't encourage some of it. <laughs> yeah, no. But the, the story that I was going to say, so what I was going to say is like, Obviously, there's a lot of red flags there, but I think uh, I, I'm nearly positively sure every single woman has a story with being with a guy who's in a relationship or maybe not a throuple, but in they're in a relationship and they're married or whatever, right? And I think we've all potentially, if that has happened to us, been shocked at the extremity that a man will go to to hide Mm-hmm. the fact that they are in a relationship and I cannot remember if I've told this story on the podcast before so excuse me if I'm repeating myself I know we had a podcast about cheating before and I, this might have come up but you might remember this Nicola years and years ago me and Nicola were in college 
Uh, I worked in extravision and <laughs> loved my life. And there was a guy who used to come in like every week to rent out DVDs, VHS. Was there still VHS? Oh, DVDs. Oh, I'm so old. But it was definitely <laughs> DVDs as well. It's like a mix of things. And he used to come in like every Saturday. I worked every Saturday night pretty much without fail. He used to come in and get DVDs. Uh, for him and his missus, right? So um, he'd come in, we'd chat, um, get his DVDs, and he'd go. That's all there was. I thought he was very cute. He seemed really, really nice. But like, I mean, I was wearing a blue polo extravision top. It was hardly like, you know, the sexually charged place smelling <laughs> wet with the carpeted floors and the smell of popcorn. Anyway, Cut to, I think it was a college night out we had, Nicola. You were living in Temple Bar, I think, at the time. Oh, my glamorous um, apartment. And we were in, I want to say Bad Bobs, but that might that mightn't be right. But somewhere in, or the Turk's Head. Is the Turk's Head? I was going to say, was it the Turk's, yeah, Head, Turk's Head? Because I feel like we did a college night there. Yeah. So in the Turk's Head, who do I bump into? But Mr. Extravision Man himself, Okay. We start chatting. I was like, you haven't been in like for your DVDs because you just come in like every week in ages. And he was like, I know I broke up with my girlfriend, my fiance, sorry, my fiance. Um, It's been kind of like a shit, you know, bit of time, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh man, I'm sorry. Like that's, that's crap. And I said, like, come in and I give you a free DVD rental, whatever. Like just off my job. Spend some time together. He buys me a drink, chatting, chatting, chatting. I end up shifting. Okay. And then as I like pull back from the shift, I notice like he has a like chain, whatever, and it's kind of fallen out. On the chain is a wedding band. Oh. And like a love part thing with the picture yeah. of I'm assuming his wife, not <laughs> his fiance. And I literally was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? And he was like, oh, come back, come back. And I was like, no, go fuck yourself. Go absolutely fuck yourself. I'd stormed. We were leaving. I think you had already gone ahead back to your apartment. And I came, someone stole my Michael Kors watch that night as well, which also annoyed me. And I think I came flying into your apartment and be like, man, fucking shit. And all the guys from our course were like, yeah, I remember that there was somebody sitting on the ground. And they literally were like, "Do you want do you do you, do you want to sit here?" Or something? <laughs> like, I was like, "Someone get the vodka! Someone yeah. give me the vodka now!" Like, <laughs> ranting and raving like the Tasmanian devil. But what really stuck with me, like after that, is the lengths this guy went to to hide the fact that he's still in a relationship. He knew I worked an extern. He knew he could the potential to see for me to see him yeah. or his missus. Could be potentially quite high, and yet, and it, like he'd obviously planned to cheat anyway because the ring was off his finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it, and this is what the one that I listen to listeners saying towards the end, where she was saying, you know, maybe she's got a bull. She can't believe I can believe the lengths men will go to to mm-hmm. lie and to cheat because I've experienced it, unfortunately, firsthand, and it's. Not unfortunately, the first time I've kissed someone who turned out to have a girlfriend, I or wife. Um, but um, I, I wish I wasn't the case, but I am not, a, I wasn't remotely surprised. What surprised me was the trouble, yeah. The trouble got <laughs> me right there. That, yeah. that, that got that, that my jaw hit the floor. But in terms of like being surprised that a man would go to that length, no, absolutely not surprised. 
I just was like, the only surprise to me about that part of it was the trouble and the fact that he's already getting two women. Why does he need a third woman? And also, why did you write her a poem? Yeah, no, this is where the red flags would have been fucking roaring for me because anybody who's that intense. Yeah, oh, but that's the Irish woman in us like. And even at that, you could hear that she was backtracking a little bit, like kind of she didn't want to see him that second time. And he was like, oh, I'll come up again tonight or whatever. And she was like, "Mm, no, it was only when she kind of knew he was leaving the next night. She was like, I'll go. Um, I have to say, good woman for sending your location and all that to your friends. Yeah. Uh, now, I personally would have been red flagged the shit of it when it was like, do you want to come to a barbecue in my house with these other people that were there? Because I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know any of the else that's there. And I don't know if I want to go to a house full of lads, army lads. Because yeah, I don't know. She didn't say if there was other women there. Did she? Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Because didn't she say when she said about the text message of those hens that were coming yes. through? Um, yeah. And so obviously they were like talking as if she nearly wasn't there. Like yeah. l- lad chat, like what goes on tour stays yeah, on tour. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God. And that just to me is like every time I think of like lads going away on stags or going away, um, you know, just even boys holiday or a wedding and you can't go. What the fuck are they up to? When they go, it doesn't even be a holiday. When they're going to Dublin and they're from fucking Leitrim, what the fuck are they up to when you're not there? Yeah. And I know like I was in Japan before years and years ago and it's also like an I know um navy base and like you see all the guys out pulling out and, and I remember thinking many of these have wives or missuses at home because like I just similar to guards no offense guards they're all whores I've said it before they're all whores um I wouldn't trust them and I certainly wouldn't trust anyone in the army and I say that my dad was in the army but I wouldn't fucking trust I wouldn't trust especially ones that are going from like port to port place yeah. to place I mean I like, don't know those lads going from Gormanstown you know down to you know, Wicklow I tell uh, you I know no, but seriously like if I knew if I knew like the guy was going to be travelling abroad and all that I would find that nearly impossible to to not be jealous of or not be worried I know Alyssa said she hasn't, she, like, she hasn't messaged the wife or the girlfriend and said anything. Is it worth saying anything? Like, I mean, you you can. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know how these triple things. I know, but you know work. what? He's a sneaky little shit by blocking her and then blocking her when she added on the other number because he clearly was like, after being so forward and mad about her in the messages and like so insistent and he didn't show his mates that but he was like fucking full on Sally and like he probably made it out that she was begging to see him I'd love to have seen his if his friends had seen what he had been sent in her Yeah, Um, I'm kind of annoyed that this is her one of her first experiences that like since you know getting backed in I'm glad she's taken it as funny because she did laugh the whole way through and stuff so I'm glad that you know she's come out of it going this is a funny story to tell people and she did message us and say she's been on a few dates since and on different dates and off as well but holy shit like I wasn't expecting what she said it involves the army involves uh, you know more than two I was like what the heck is this going to be and I literally every bit of it I was like you know it starts off so sweet like my mom we're for drinks and yeah but it is that thing as well of like just a guy giving it that much Mm. is 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 isn't that awful we think guys who are like interested in us we're like well well, this is a red flag. This yeah. is a massive red flag. This guy's actually interested. But it's just like, it's it's so uncommon that we're just like, there's something wrong here. And usually 
that could be right. There is something wrong there. But um, also, it's kind of like, like a guy did message us and ask us like, how do you get chatting to women and, you know, that kind of way um, and move it past just chatting and stuff. And it's like, be honest, like, just be honest. Be like, hey, I think you're really nice. I'd love to, love to get your number. Like, yeah. That's all you should do. Like, don't be like, I'd love to, I think you're really nice. I want to take you out. Can I take you out tomorrow? Can I blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Don't be full on. Like, just yeah. girls, like, they like to know you're interested, but they also don't want to be like, he's going to turn up at my house with a fucking machete. And you know what's so interesting is like, and she said it as well in the recording is the outcome would have still been the same. Yeah. When I she went out with him initially, like she's he still would have come home. He did not need to feed her with yeah. so much bullshit. Like it just completely yeah. unnecessary. I mean, would you would you contact the wife? Would you would you do it? I mean, I'm it's a bit, and like normally I'd be like mm, whatever, but I'm kind of like. He, he just was so full on yeah. and so like this whole idea of writing a poem and stuff like if he had been Mr. Cool and was like lets me up and just it was like a one night thing or whatever yeah. I'd be like he's a dick but if I found that out but like then I'd be like right whatever but I'm like this guy is doing this just when he's in Ireland he's been in like other countries in the way he's clearly doing other places yeah. again I don't know how like you I don't know how a triple works in terms yeah. of like are you allowed to cheat or are you only allowed to be with the two women that you're with I imagine yeah. that's the way it is because like surely there's enough jealousy I there when... he, I see him if he blocked her yes yeah exactly what he just have left he didn't it. want your missus seeing your messages because why yeah. would you delete them or block them I don't know or delete the tinder as well I looked at one of the videos that they made the, one of okay. the, the wife I think it's the wife made no no it was the girlfriend sorry and it was like thank you for inviting me into your relationship and all this and I just find all this stuff so fascinating I'm a, I would be too jealous I couldn't oh have another God, girl you there leave like. a message underneath one of the TikToks being like <laughs> man's a cheater <laughs> I'm going to set up like user one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. And just be like, hey, uh, ask your man about when he was over in Ireland. Da, 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 da. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't going else he read while he was over here. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, yeah, like I think that that story, do you know what? Like send the fucking stories into those girls and, and lads too, because that gave me and Roisin joy. We're just like, because every few minutes, it's like listening to an audio book. I was like, yeah. oh my God. And then at the end, he was in a trouble. It was like <laughs> Rebecca Vardy's account all over yeah. again. <laughs> Like John hit the floor, and I'm so glad, like you're saying, that you can laugh at it, especially when, like, if your first experience after dating, and like that's what you have to deal with, like, and it is the absolute pits. But like, she's able to laugh at it. I mean, hopefully, you got a good ride in as well. Like, you know, fingers crossed, as at the bare minimum. Yeah, uh, you know, and you got a poem about yourself, so that's grand. <laughs> Keep that, write that down. Keep that, get, just change the words and say it to someone else. If it's really uh, poetic, you could put it on your Tinder profile as like your, you know, your bio. Yeah. Like, as written by Truppley yeah. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and put it, put the old TikTok reference there. Um, but yeah, God help you. Like, it is kind of the pits, but at least you can laugh about it. Yeah, and at least she didn't, you know, didn't. she's not like me and she's like, X can't go near them again yeah. and she's like she's gone out and done a few other things yeah and um, actually like fuck it go on message the wives and tell us what happens go on yeah. do you know what do yeah do yeah. it go on fuck it yeah. set up a TikTok yeah. account yeah. we just want a story I mean <laughs> come on fuck it fuck it they live True. in a different country they can't come and get you we'll set up we'll set up fake TikTok accounts and like your comments and you're like exactly I'll set up one it'll be called you know daters gonna fuck you over trouble yeah. man <laughs> daters gonna fuck your shit up you break. 
<laughs> oh my god please actually yeah do it for the crack go on you know it's worth it, it just don't yeah. use your real name because I you know I don't want her coming and fight, can't fly over <laughs> to Ireland and then we're we're up in front of the courts um, <laughs> but for encouraging inciting violence or something like that yeah, exactly. but um yeah it's just like you know what it's just so shit it's, it's just one of those things now in dating that you just it's like you we just accept that lads are going to you know you're going to meet someone and you're going to kiss someone that's going to cheat and like you know yeah. uh, as I said I have a story that I don't really want to get into now and you know something like that happened to me recently and it set my confidence back by fucking 20 years and mm-hmm. lads just get on and go with it and that's why I'm like you know what you're right go and fucking tell the wives and girlfriends yeah. because it's not fair that we feel like shit and they just pick themselves back up the next day and probably do it all over again next weekend and yeah. we're sitting there going what's wrong with me why am I like this why am I ugly and fat and disgusting and nobody wants me and they just go out and go and do it all over again with the next one so yeah. do it fucking close that prick ran him out yeah so funny though when you mentioned the guards there um, about guards and army being slow yeah. now again we've called this out a couple of times if you're a guard or in the army and you want to defend your people that's fine come on yeah. we'll talk to you we'll do an anonymous yeah. but no guard has ever come forward and said that they'll defend <laughs> the guards yeah. are not whores but remember I was telling you about the guard that every time I download Bumble I always see him Mm-hmm. It's always the first person we used to chat every so often we'll just like yeah. match again and chat and it's just like what the fuck when we were at uh, what was that Westlife Harry Styles Westlife Westlife I think it was Westlife no you saw him at Harry Styles because you told me at Westlife no, no I thought no I saw him at, no because I was sitting at Harry Styles I saw him at Westlife before I met you so yeah. I remember you were on the other side and you over yeah I was in the queue for a drink with my sisters and uh, next thing I turned around and I was like Oh my God, because he actually looks like his picture, which is surprising. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I was so sober. I literally had like a half a beer at my dinner and I was like, oh, I'm not prepared for this in Westlife gear, you know, just like, oh Jesus. So and he just kept hanging. He was like standing like back to back with me, but obviously didn't know it was me. And it was like, it'd be something that was in a movie, you know, this is like, oh my God, the freaky girl who's like, please don't turn around, timid little me, you know. And I was like, ah, oh, there he is now. Little bless him, bless his little socks. Yeah, but look, if anybody feels like defending guards or lads in the army, please come forward. But I reckon it's going to be crickets. 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 Oh, and if you're in a trouble, please come yeah. and talk to us. No, I'd actually. love to talk to somebody who's in a polyamorous, you know, situation who... I'd love to know, is that against the rules? Yes, I, I want to know that. Nice. Or are you, like, is it... Like, is it are open? you... Like, are you in an open, like, I'm sure there, there must be a difference between like polyamorous and like open relationships yeah. or whatever. Like, is there a case of if you are in a trouble that you're only allowed to be with those other two people? And is there like a system? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it? The other thing is like, you know, are you having, using protection? Like, you know, because if you're in a trouble or whatever, I assume everybody is clean and healthy. Mm. But like if you're then going out and sleeping with other people and you haven't have you don't have an agreement or the others don't have knowledge of that you're sleeping with other people. Oh, it yes. just seems like a whole and now. then like like her situation was the guy was married to one of them. He had a wife and a girlfriend. But yeah. is the girlfriend allowed to be with other people because they're not married? Or like what way does that work? And is he is the wife the main woman? And then, you know, on a Saturday, he mingles. And they, Why don't we get them on and then do a <laughs> chat? And we found you via TikTok and just pretend that we don't know anything about them. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine. Just be like, hey, oh, my God, you're in the army. That's so weird. Yeah. How does this work? How does this work? 
You don't cheat on your partners while you're away, no? Yeah. Okay. That's great to yeah. know. And then just keep staring at them down yeah. the zoo. Um, so yes, if you're any of the above, you're a guard and you want to defend yourself, you're an army and you want to defend yourself, or you're yeah. in a truple slash polyamorous slash open relationship and you are willing to share, come yeah. and tell us. We'd love to hear more. We have or had if people. You're, if you're a man and you want to defend yourself yeah. and your and your race. <laughs> Are you a man who's not a dickhead? Please come forward and tell us. Oh, actually, somebody said to me there recently, they're like, I'd love to get a lad on, used to get a lad on who would defend being a man whore. And I'm like, yeah, but like no man wants to come forward and say that because they always, they don't, they don't walk in when they shift and somebody and be like, hey, I'm a man whore. I'm not going to text yeah. you back. Yeah. Like, but if there is a man right there who wants to be anonymous and wants to come on and defend being a massive whore and you know, the reasoning behind it, the mentality and why you get away with it. And yeah, is there any guilt involved? Or if you know a man whore, tell him we want to talk to him. Yeah. We'll do it all anonymous. We'll uh, he can turn off his camera and call himself Billy Bob. Billy Bob Jr. <laughs> he can call himself Miggledy. I don't care, but come yeah. on, we'll have the chats and we have a lot of questions. Yeah. As long as my entire body. Oh, or if you're a man who cheats on his missus. Oh, I definitely want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't think any man who cheats on his missus, missus would be willing to take his life into his hands. Maybe he cheated on his missus, missus and now they're broken up. So Nick, he's safe. Could track you down with just your, your name and no other information. She will find you. And she I will, will find you and kick your ass. <laughs> um, Anyway, it's been another amazing episode. Thank you so much to our listener for sending that in. We yeah. really you gave us all a great, and I really, I'm assuming all the other daters are going to love listening to that. And we'll, you'll all have your comments, send them to us on Insta. Yeah. Go vote for us. And yeah. if you would like to donate to our um, looking good and our liposuction that we need for the night yeah. um, for the podcast awards, you can do that on our uh, Instagram page. It's uh, buy me a coffee. So you'll see the link and all that kind of crack. And yeah. me and Roshan will appreciate it. We'll have a Prosecco for you and we'll, um, we'll shift Tommy and Hector. Yeah, when well, we get the inside scoop. Or do you want a Vogue? Yeah, well, you can have Vogue. Oh, do you want? Okay. Or, you know, we'll have Spenny. Oh, no, he's sober now. We won't have Spenny. Yeah, no. <laughs> we will have no chance of a sober man. No. Because otherwise, otherwise I mean, Spenny happen. would be all over us. Like yeah. Some Vogue to us. Absolutely. Same Stamps. Level. Stamps. <laughs> right, kids. We'll let you go. Uh, have next a great time. weekend. Schlangefall. We love you as always. And uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. Bye.